0: Gold Sports coverage of France 2023 with Harvey Norman. Blackout deals on TVs, audio and home appliances. Ooh la la, we are off to the City of Love, to Paris, to say bonjour to Gregor Paul. Morning, Gregor. Bonjour. Made your uh, debut as a comments man on the radio last uh, Friday. Did you enjoy that, working alongside Elliot?
1: I very much did enjoy that, BK. It was uh, a privilege to be able to do that. And uh, I was probably awful at it, but it was fun to do nevertheless.
0: <laughs> I suppose you get a different outlook on the game because you're in a little broadcasting box, aren't you? As opposed to probably sitting at the benches with all the press writers.
1: Uh, no, no. In France, uh, everyone's egalitarian. That's what this country's built on. Uh, Egality, liberty, fraternity. So no, we were very much out in the crowd next to the unwashed written press. So it's very much the same.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Radio World. Okay, let's uh, look firstly the big story today. Ireland coach Andy Farrell has named an unchanged side to take on the All Blacks. What's your take on that?
1: Oh, well, I think that's what he was going to do on the assumption that they were all fit and available, which the uh, Ari had a few injury worries over uh, Matt Hansen, James Lowe, and I think Big James Ryan. Um, on the bench last week won't be on the bench this week. So that's the, the, the change that you're looking at there on the bench. But look, at this stage of the tournament, if you can put, if you can put your chosen preferred 15 on the park, because they're all fit and healthy, you take that. You'd be pretty happy with that. And if you've got a few dings and whatnot on the bench and a few that you're, you know, maybe not your preferred options, again, that's not the end of the world, I think, at this stage of the competition. You, you, you're pretty happy to get sort of 20, 21 of your 23 on the, on the field.
0: So we've got to wait, what, another 24 hours before the All Black Selectors name their squad, don't we?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, look, and again, they're, they're reasonably confident. Their injury toll looks pretty light. Uh, the one the one guy that they were worried about was Tyrell Lomax. Uh, but, look, he, he was training on uh, whatever day it is Tuesday. Looked good. Looked like he was running around with everyone else. So... I'm expecting that he's going to be picked and that he's going to play. Uh, and the only other guy that they would have a concern about, but not injury, would be Ethan De Groot, who hasn't played for a couple of weeks because of suspension. But I think they're going to back him to start. So uh, they'll be pretty comfortable, again, that they've got bodies fit and available to play.
0: Do you think the All Blacks are going into this match as the underdogs?
1: Oh, look, they might be, they might not be. I- I'm not sure if any of that's particularly relevant in the end, it's a quarterfinal of a World Cup. And they'll be going into this game highly motivated, determined to win it. Uh, and all these uh, sort of media constructs about, are you the underdog? Are they the favourites? They're the world number one. You're the world number four. Like I don't think any of that gets into the heads of the players particularly because all they know is like, it's, a, it's, it's a knockout game of football. <laughs> and if they win it, they go through. And if they lose it, they're out. So none of these things, are, like they're good for us to chat about and work out. So I'm not really sure that whether they are or whether they're not because there's a lot of factors that you could throw in there, world rankings, but then Ireland have never won a quarter-final the World Cup before. So does that, down, does that downgrade their chances? Like we could go round and round with this. I'm, I'm not sure that either team will be particularly caring about what their label does.
0: Uh, the other big one, too, that's going to be a tasty uh, quarterfinal is France and South Africa. I mean, as you said, one of those teams is going to pack their bags and leave the tournament, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they are. And, look, that's a real flip of the coin one. Uh, what, I, what I probably would imagine, you'll, you'll feel the earth move for those two going at each other. That's going to be a proper physical contest to the death, I would have thought. They played each other in November last year, and it was... It was quite eye-watering what they got up to against each other. Some heavy, heavy collisions, some big scrums, uh, a lot of high kicking, a lot of chasing. I mean, I don't think it'll be a beautiful game, but it'll be compelling because that's two of the more physical teams in this competition playing for survival.
0: And you'd imagine that the French will be playing in front of a passionate home crowd, so that's going to uh, Mm. sort of add add some pressure to them too, isn't it? Yeah,
1: look, it'll probably add pressure to both teams, bizarrely. You know, it'll be a hostile environment for the South Africans, but if they get on top and they start putting some scoreboard pressure on the French, I'd imagine that the crowd will become a problem for France at that point because the French don't, (laughs) you know, they don't sit quietly and watch the game. They'll they'll be fairly vocal, they'll be fairly passionate, and they won't enjoy seeing their own team, um, you know, not delivering in Paris.
0: It's going to be an absolute showstopper on Sunday morning New Zealand time. We're looking forward to it. We'll let you go and catch your train. Sounds like you're at a station.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you've worked out and my train has just pulled up, so thanks very much.
0: <laughs> All right. de Noir or whatever one it is, enjoy your trip and we'll, uh, we'll catch you across the weekend. Uh, Gregor well, Paul then. joining us. Uh, out of Paris, we say au revoir to Gregor Paul. Of course, Rugby News of the Week. You can uh, read uh, Gregor's articles, New Zealand Herald, rugby writer,